Hey there, and welcome to episode six of the Power of Practice podcast. Taking action and enforcing your boundaries. of your unconscious mind so you can create an abundant and empowered existence. Here's your host, Matthew Tweedy. Hi and welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining me again. This topic, well, it's certainly different because on the surface, It seems like a no-brainer. I mean, take action, you might ask. What do you mean take action? Of course I have to take action. Funny thing is, it's one of those critical things that is often left out of the equation when it comes to manifesting and creating change. If you read any book on manifestation or the law of attraction. There's a lot of wonderful tips and tools and tricks and ultimately steps to assisting you to manifest what you want. One part that is ultimately often left out is taking action. We need to Be very clear on what we want in order to manifest that. So a tool like a vision board is fantastic. You have a goal that you want, write it out, get clear and get all those visual aspects, the auditory, the kinesthetic or the feeling parts. These are all crucial to generating and creating results and outcomes. Without a plan, without a list, we are listless. So, certainly crucial designing what we want, planning for what we want and really working out the steps inside of that. And then, well, we have to go for it. We have to be active. We need to take action. To meditate and meditate and hold images in our mind of, you know, the house and the the car and the family and the relationship and, and the job and the holiday that we want. Well, to meditate on those things is essential because, again, this comes back to focus. The last episode where I spoke of holding those images in your mind of what you want clearly to let the the workers of the company or your unconscious mind to make them aware, to make your unconscious aware of exactly what it is you want. 
But now let's have a look at the four planes of existence. Because this is ultimately going to really assist you to become clear on this part of the puzzle. So if you want to use your imagination in this next step, certainly do that. And you can always cross-reference this on the website and there will be a link for you to go ahead and access that too. There's four levels or four planes of existence and of perception. And this comes from esoteric teachings, but ultimately can be applied to anyone, whether you delve into that world or not. But the easiest way to imagine it is just imagine a four-story building, a building with four levels, a ground floor, first floor, second floor, and third floor. The third floor would be the fourth floor, considering the ground floor is the first. Make it nice and clear, but four layers, simple. And each layer represents an aspect of our consciousness of existence. The base layer or the ground floor, that is the physical plane. The physical plane is where we exist. It's where your physical body lives. It's where everything lives that your eyes can see. Moving on up. Now we're looking at the emotional plane of existence. And this is the feelings that we feel that are inside of our physical bodies. Next step up, and it's the mental plane. The thoughts that we have the thoughts that you think, ideas and notions, they all exist on this plane. And the top story, well, that's the spiritual. And this is not religious. Whether you're religious or not, this applies to everyone. This is the most subtle of the planes. This is somewhere in the ether. And, well, it's more abstract than your thoughts kind of the place that thoughts come from. You might think of it as that. Now, if you want to manifest anything in your life, in your world, it's really about drawing things from the highest plane of existence right down to the physical. For instance, if you want a red BMW M3. Hypothetically, this is not necessarily my favorite color of car or even necessarily the brand of car that I want, but let's just play with that for a moment. You want this red BMW M3. In order for you to manifest that into your universe, it's got to come through those planes of existence. So starting from the spiritual, 
down through the mental, through the mental as in holding that in your mind of, you know, specifically a plan of how to get it and when and how you want that. Moving through the emotional plane now and, well, it's got to feel congruent to you. You've got to ensure that you don't have any negative emotions that are stopping you from getting that. For instance, not feeling worthy of that. That might be something that would block you achieving that. But let's just say you had handled business on mental and also the emotional plane. So everything's clear. You're a clear channel moving through now to the physical where you actually get that car. Now, you can do all that wonderful work, as I mentioned before, meditating. And meditating will bring, bring that aspect, the idea of that car through the spiritual, the mental, emotional. But of course, you have to then go out and get it. You have to take action on the physical plane in order to achieve that. Another aspect of the physical plane that's super important to keep in mind is that you can't create anything that you want if you don't have a sound physical foundation to build upon. I'm talking about good nutrition, air, exercise, all of those things that ensure that we're in good health. If you think of the physical plane as that foundation upon which we manifest anything. It makes sense that you need a stable, sturdy foundation if you want to attract those things into your life that you want. If you have an issue with not enough water or poor nutrition or you're not moving your body at all, these can all be blocks or could erode or damage the foundation, make a foundation that just simply isn't integral. And this is going to make it rather difficult or at least put a hurdle up for you manifesting what you want. So we certainly want to take care of the physical in order to manifest But then also, taking action is the realm of the physical. Taking action is crucial. So if you want to get anything you want, and I know it does sound like a no-brainer, but it's one of those things that often is forgotten. Do all of the work, that mental and emotional work and the spiritual work required, and then Take action, drive towards that, and as you do, well, you generate or create all of the circumstances that will facilitate that happening. Taking action is key. Now that I've covered taking action on a broader sense, I'm going to get into one part of taking action that is certainly more of a finer detail inside of taking action, 
although it is one of the largest details, one of the most major aspects uh, and keys to, well, creating anything you want and also making sure things are in balance in your world. This is boundaries and enforcing one's boundaries. What are boundaries, I hear you asking? Well, it's one of these topics that, believe it or not, not many people are familiar with. I certainly wasn't prior to, I guess, my mid-20s. And when it was explained to me in a labelling of, things that I, or dynamics that already exist. Yeah, I knew about what a boundary was, but not necessarily with the label or not necessarily the fact that, or the knowledge that they affect how I create what I want in my world. Boundaries are what we are willing to accept and reject from others. When someone treats you in a way that you don't approve of and you don't speak up about it, that is a boundary violation. Equally so, if you're treating someone that you wouldn't really approve of that particular behavior, maybe bad-mouthing them or disrespecting them, Equally so, that's a boundary violation. Now, something I hadn't mentioned in a previous episode, but certainly a good time, your unconscious mind takes everything personally. So, boundaries are a two-way street. If we are treating someone in a way that we don't like, our unconscious mind actually takes that on board. Running someone else down, bad-mouthing them or speaking about them in a way that is derogatory, your unconscious mind actually takes that on board as you disrespecting yourself. You know the old phrase, when there's one finger pointing out, there's three pointing back. This is certainly something to keep in mind. As we move through the world. So boundaries are so important because they're also intrinsically connected to saying no. I work with so many clients that don't know how to say no to certain people. And you wouldn't think that that is as big as an issue as it is. Not on the surface anyway. The interesting thing is that your unconscious mind is your conduit or your link to the universe. And if we have leaky or shaky or unintegral boundaries, this can send an interesting message to the universe. Now, I'm going to get back to that in a moment, but I think what's really important to discuss is to do with our boundaries 
and how our deeper mind takes care of us and protects us. You see, I do a lot of work with clients to, well, plan and progress through their lives with regard to clearing out the root cause of negative emotion and limiting beliefs. So emotions on that emotional plane and and beliefs kind of tying into both the mental and the emotional plane. But then we look at patterns of behaviors, which again, live on that mental and, and emotional too. There's a crossover. But certainly all of these structures, these programs, these processes that can work for us or against us. Now, many of the clients I work with are coming in for patterns of behavior and emotions that they don't like coming up anymore. They have outgrown these patterns of behavior. In psychotherapy, we call them distress patterns. For instance, perhaps I work with a client that has a really short temper. They have a short fuse and they've been behaving well, irrationally at times, and they just don't like the way they've been behaving. So we work on the deeper structure of that. We get to the root cause and assist them to release that, which is fantastic. They're feeling like a different person. They've got a huge weight off their shoulders and they've got a new lease on life. When we've completed the sessions, I let the client know that in order for you to hold on to your change, well, you've got to stay at cause. You've got to focus on what you want and you need to take action. And taking action is what we've been speaking about, enforcing your boundaries. This ties into how your deeper mind works from a protective perspective. Your unconscious mind's highest program is to protect you and to keep you safe. And it does that in an interesting fashion. It installs, quote unquote, safety programs or safety behaviors. And often safety behaviors, interestingly enough, well, they're not always that nice. For instance, a short fuse, a a bad temper may have come about from a learnt behaviour somewhere along the line. Perhaps mum or dad had a short temper. But when we saw that as a child, if they maybe exercised that pattern of behaviour in a circumstance that they were in danger or under some sort of threat, if they exercised that pattern of behaviour and blew up, blew their top, so to speak. From the eyes of a child, if that danger seemed to cease after this pattern of behavior, well, the unconscious mind might get the impression, click, click being taking that photo, installing that program that, hey, this is how we stay safe. This is what protects us. 
now move forward. And throughout life, using this from childhood and not outgrowing it, not getting a better program, this same adult is the person that comes to see me that hasn't developed another pattern of behavior that served them. The unconscious mind's been doing it for a long time. And it's one of those interesting rules with the unconscious mind. Often if it's not broken, don't fix it. If it's been working, no need to change. Doesn't always understand that perhaps this doesn't fit into adult society or it's just not appropriate. So when I help someone to clear out the negative emotion that led to that, maybe uh, reprogram or assist them to repattern new behaviors and let go of beliefs that kept that particular pattern of short temper bolstered, when they let go of all of those things that contributed to that behavior being part of their reality, they have ultimately freed themselves from it. Although, the unconscious mind, in essence, is making a deal with that person. You see, any pattern of behavior such as a bad temper or even a panic attack, the deeper mind has been using that because it believes it was keeping the person safe. So, the unconscious mind is saying essentially this. I'm happy to let go of this behavior, mum or dad. Remembering that the unconscious mind is like a five or six-year-old. Look, I'm happy to let go of this, though it has been protecting us. So, now... We're making a deal. You as the conscious mind need to. Now, do the protecting from here on out. Doing the protecting means ultimately enforcing boundaries. You see, because your unconscious mind is literal, analogical, and metaphorical all at the same time. Whether it was arrows on the battlefield or someone treating you in a way that you do not like. That's a boundary violation. That's a violation of your boundaries. Now imagine a caveman or cavewoman being backed into a corner. What happens under threat, feeling in danger, backed into a corner? Well, we either lash out or we run or we freeze. And lashing out, that's the short temper. Well, running could be various different patterns of behavior, could be a panic attack, freeze could be a similar type of thing. These are all patterns that have been outdated and the client in this circumstance or this particular example has outgrown and is ready to overwrite. Of course, the unconscious mind is happy to let it go provided you as the conscious mind take care of business. Take care of business by enforcing your boundaries. And the unconscious mind is ultimately 
happy to let go of the old stuff provided that you enforce your boundaries from this day forward. If you were to allow someone to violate your boundaries repetitively, the unconscious mind might bring all that stuff back. So this is one of the keys as to why we want to enforce our boundaries. Because if we don't, then irrational types of responses might come up. Old, outdated patterns that don't serve us may crop up to quote, unquote, protect us. So whether it's not allowing someone to treat you in a certain way or speak to you in a certain way, or whether it's just saying no to people that you've allowed to not take no for an answer. These are so vital to ensuring that you produce the results that you want to. And that's just on more of a physical and emotional level. But now let's look at a greater picture. I mentioned it before and I'm going to pick back up. This is to do with manifestation and generating and creating and producing the results that you want to. When we set a goal in the universe, like I I want to have an earning goal or I want to have a relationship with someone that treats me in a certain way and that we have mutual respect or... I want that red M3 BMW. So setting our mind, getting the emotions clear and starting to take action on that, all very important. Now, if I was to allow someone to treat me in a way that I don't like, And I don't speak up about it. Like my boss, for instance, is speaking to me in a way that I don't like. And, you know, right place, right time is also so important with boundaries. We must be flexible and we must exercise right place, right time. So if the boss was speaking to me in a way that I don't like, it wouldn't be appropriate to speak up in front of other workers, that might be inappropriate uh, and I might actually lose my job. But it is important for me to acknowledge that it's not okay in my mind. Simply on the mental plane, just say, hey, that's not okay. And when it's appropriate, I'm going to take that up with this individual. This is super important because if we don't, if we don't, actually clean up our boundaries and let the people know that might be testing and working to violate our boundaries, whether that's inside of their awareness or not. If we don't let them know, we're sending a crossed wire, a mixed message out to the universe. We're saying, hey, universe, you know how I said I wanted that red M3 BMW? Well, I'm not that serious about what I want. I'm not actually that serious because the way the universe looks at these things it's cross-contextual and it'll ultimately look at it and say well if you don't if you're not willing to enforce your boundaries in that area 
Well, that goal that you set, see, goals also have boundaries too. As you put a, if you, as you put your goals out into the universe, they are a boundary in and of themselves, a boundary of what you want, what you're willing to accept. So if you end up in that situation where you've put out something that you really want into the universe and then allow others to violate your boundaries. You're basically saying to the universe, I don't really care about what I want. Or the universe will ultimately just say, you're going to get what you're going to get as you're not really serious about what you want. It's interesting to ponder, but this is just universal law. I don't make up the rules, I just observe what is occurring. And if you can begin to understand this and see the dynamic, it's going to make it so much easier for you to create exactly what you want. It's often one of those things I see in clinic. From time to time, I might get a client that has finished um a program with me, they contact me and say, Matthew, I, I was doing so well. Everything was lining up. I was creating everything I wanted in so many different ways. In fact, beyond what I ever would have expected. And then something kind of changed. And we'll kind of go over the checklist and I'll say to them, okay, so what's going on? Are you still playing the game of cause and effect? They'll say, yes. And I'll say, and are you focusing on what you want? And they'll say, yes. And and I'll say, how about your boundaries? And they'll say, ah, yeah, there is someone that I've been allowing to violate my boundaries. And then, of course, I say, well, you know what to do about that, don't you? Clean them up. Of course, be flexible with boundaries. But if you really want to generate the results and, and manifest the things that you want to in the universe, clean them up. Make sure they're integral and send both your unconscious mind and the universe the right message so you can create that life of your dreams cleanly, succinctly, and naturally. Thanks again for joining me. Go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review. I'm sure you know someone out there that could really get benefit from some of these things that I've learned and that I really want to, well, share with the world in a corny way, but no, really assist people to get what they want easier by understanding these universal laws and these dynamics that are in play all around us. Matthew Tweedy saying, ciao for now. Keep growing and evolving. <laughs>